to the Box Office Preview Podcast, an onstage blog podcast network production. I am your host, Greg Earhart. Joining me today, in the end, we were made to be ruled by his film criticisms. And in the end, we will always kneel to them. My co-host, on-screen critic extraordinaire, Ken Jones. Ken, welcome. How are you? Great. My, my ears are hurting a little bit. That was, that was a very loud intro. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm excited. It's Avengers Endgame. We're finally here. And because the Avengers are assembling, we are assembling as well. And we have a very special guest with us today, this week. My special guest, our special guest, his very strength invites challenge. Challenge incites conflict. Wow. And conflict bred onstage blogs dominance. And his ledger <laughs> is deep, deep red. On stage blog, editor in chief and founder, Christopher Peterson. Chris, welcome. How are you? Good. I mean, after those intros, the rest of the show is just downhill. Like that, so. <laughs> can't can't live up to it. That was like you're putting you're putting Mad Dog Russo to shame with his over the well, I am jacked up. I, I we got we were taping on a Tuesday. We have and we got three more sleeps for me. Three more sleeps until Endgame screen. Ken, you got two more sleeps. Wow, uh, Chris, when are you seeing this? What day? I, I don't know, and that's the wow. Thing. Yeah, here's oh here's God. the problem. Um, <laughs> oh my God. All of our all of our babysitting options are uh, not. Yeah, we're we're we are stuck this weekend without any potential babysitters. Get out. So uh, maybe week two. <laughs> Wow. Maybe, maybe, and that's a, that's a strong, that's a strong maybe. I know. I know. It's going to be rough. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't think I could probably get tickets to opening weekend at this point anyway. So yeah. Yeah. If you haven't got them now, then then kiss them goodbye. I'm definitely spoiling this for you then. I'm just going (laughs) to. Okay. So we, so last week, if you missed it, uh, we did part one of our Avengers Endgame preview. Check it out. Uh, it's on, it's on our iTunes and Spotify. Uh, this week we're going to continue to break down, uh, Avengers Endgame. Last week we, we made, we did a little bit of a preview on, on the curse of La Llorona. We made some predictions. Uh, Ken predicted 14 million, uh, weekend. I predicted 18 million opening weekend. And the actual result was twenty six point three four seven million dollar weekend. It's mm. uh, another horror movie smashing expectations. Um, I feel like Numi Rapace and in, uh, in Prometheus. We were so wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was Easter weekend, and again, I think, I think, Still. I think there's a good brand recognition for the, the Legend of the, the La Llorona. So. I think all that worked in its favor. I mean, the Rotten Tomato score certainly didn't help anything. Um, but that said, this was one of the lower Easter weekends in quite a while. So you know, even though it did twenty six million, it's still you know not great in the great in the grand scheme of things. And Pet Cemetery, look at you! You did you under you were like the only horror movie the last like two years that underperformed. What happened? Pet Seriously, Cemetery? Pet Cemetery threw me off my game last week because it, it, it underperformed right. so much. I thought that uh, it it you know. Lorona would would uh, follow suit. Agree, agree. Chris, do you have any thoughts? Well, I, I, it's one of those. The, the reviews for Pet Cemetery weren't terrible either. I mean, I think it came in at like fifty eight percent, which is you know for horror films that's not terrible. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe. I guess lack of recognition. I don't know. Like it's just 
to me, like Pet Cemetery is one of the better Stephen King novels that he's written that have been optioned for a movie. So I, yeah, I was a little surprised it underperformed. Let's move on to let's get back to the Avengers. So, so we're saving our predictions for our official predictions to the very end of this podcast. Um, but we'd be remiss if we didn't initially talk about how it's tracking right now, and it's tracking, you know, through through the moon. First, they release estimates that uh, the pre-sales, which we speculated last week, you know, would be in the three digits. They, they don't have exact estimates for reasons kind of unknown to me, but um, their, their estimates are somewhere between 120 and $140 million of tickets that have already been sold and have been bought. Yeah. Can I say something real quick? The box office performance for some of the movies I've been most hyped for in my life, I, I made a, a list, which should be coming out, uh, being published sometime soon. And one of them was Spider-Man, which came out in 2002. That was the first movie that eclipsed the 100 million mark in its three-day weekend. It's it's opening three-day weekend. And now we have a movie that's getting over 100 million in just pre-sales. Hmm. <laughs> Look at where we've got we've come. Right, right. <laughs> and again, this is a three-hour movie. Like that's what's sort of the this part of this. It's, you know. It's about the longest possible, you know, uh, release it could have, you know. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, we're going to save our predictions towards the end. But, I mean, our range here is somewhere between, I mean, it's at least, at least $250 million at this point. Um, and 300s in play. It just, it absolutely is in play based off the fact that theaters are adding like 6 a.m. showings, 4 a.m. showings. I bet there's going to be theaters that are doing screenings around the clock opening weekend, you know, just to kind of, you know, hit demand. I, I bet that's going to happen as people who try, who, you know, uh, stupidly try and, you know, buy tickets, you know, in, on Thursday or Friday, like walk-up audience. Um, so, well, we'll see. So, again, predictions at the end of the movie. Um, are you guys ready for the See Don't See game? Absolutely. All right, but first... Oh, yeah, Chris, this is your first time. I will remind you of this game after this word from our sponsor. Ooh, look at that, professional. <laughs> so we are brought to you by the Onstage Blog Podcast Network. If you want move, if you want podcasts about movie, you want podcasts about theater, there's only one place to go, the Onstage Blog Network. We have several podcasts. It's a Theater Thing, The Ripple Effect, uh, Movie Court... Desperately Seeking Entertainment, and of course, our own Chris Peterson hosting Movie Musical Shakedown. How many episodes do we have of that? Uh, I think up to 17, 18. 17, that's right. Yeah. And we have a, well, this will air, I think, before our latest episode, but we have a a brand new episode coming out later this week, too. So, yeah. Great. It's going to be crazy. Crazy. There's no other place to go. If you want movies, you want theater, come to the Onstage Blog Network. You can find it on Spotify and iTunes. Also, let's give you a quick word about one of our favorite charities, the Broadway Green Alliance. Yes, yes. The Broadway Green Alliance was founded in 2008 in collaboration with the National Natural Resource Defense Council. Uh, they are an ad hoc committee of the Broadway League and a fiscal program of Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS. They recognize that it is impossible to be 100% green while continuing activity. They ask that our members commit to being greener and doing better each day. As climate change does not result from one large negative action, but rather from the cumulative effect of billions of small actions, progress comes from millions of us doing a bit better each day. 
They ask you only commit to being greener, and if you want, you can donate to their great cause. They are a 501c3 charity. Go to broadwaygreen.com. That is broadwaygreen.com. We met these guys at BroadwayCon. They're a great group. Um, I highly uh, encourage everybody to uh, get involved one way, or, one way or another. Indeed. Back to our program. Okay, so see, don't see. So the see, don't see game is I'm going to read off a bunch of categories related to the movie The Avengers. And they could be characters, they could be actors, they could be directors, producers, it could be themes from the movie. And you have to re- you have to score each category from negative three to three what your interest is seeing the movie just based off that category alone. So if you give a three, that means like you're all in, you're going to see this no matter what, just based off of the actor involved, the character, the theme, et cetera. And negative three means no way in heck you, you avoid it at all costs based off of that character, theme, or actor. Okay. Now, because Avengers has a bunch of characters involved, uh, this is our biggest one yet. I think we have 13 categories. We're going to breeze through a few of them. Wow. Yeah, we're, <clears throat> really yeah, we're gonna breeze through a few of them, but uh, but look, it's it's the culmination of uh, eleven years of, of Marvel Marvel movie history. We gotta blow this out. All right, guys, are you ready? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so and again, this isn't competitive per se. This is just a way to quantify our interest. So we'll see which one of the three of us is the most interested in uh, in Avengers Endgame. Okay, Chris. Actually, we'll start with Ken to kind of give you the flavor. All you know about the movie is it's a movie. It's a part of the MCU universe. Uh, you don't know which MCU character. You don't know who's directing it. Uh, you don't know what it's about. You just know that the movie is in the MCU universe. How interested are you in seeing it? Three. Three. I own every movie, so yeah, three. <laughs> Chris. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I have seen probably 90% of the MCU movies in the theater. Um, some mm-hmm. of them I've, I've waited a while to see. Um, which one? Like, just out of curiosity. Thor the Dark World, um, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, yeah, there's been, there's been a couple. Um, yeah. uh, Doctor Strange, I definitely did not see in the theater. That was a good theater movie. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Watching it, I, I realized that very quickly. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say two. Okay. I'm going to say two. So interestingly, there's only one MCU movie I didn't see in the theater, and that was Spider-Man. Um, yeah, I was pretty. I was just kind of tired of Spider Man at that point. Uh, I mean, mm. I dug him in Civil War, but I was just like eh, another Spider Man movie. I wasn't, you know. Um, so that was the only one I didn't see in the theater. Um, I would. So as of right this second, I would say probably a two. I have a feeling if you ask me in six months, I might be a one or a zero, just depending on what else new they have to try out. So I will put myself Ooh. as a two right now. Okay, so three, two, two. Okay, next category, uh, the Russo brothers. So all you know about the movie is that the Russo brothers are directing it. What is your interest just based off that? Chris, we'll start with you. You know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna say two. Okay, they haven't done wrong in my eyes yet, but that's to say, it's not to say that they can in the future. Right. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two. Okay. Okay. Uh, again, I got to go with the three. They did uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, which is one of my favorites. They did, uh, you know, some of the best movies in the MCU. So, 
Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a three as well. I really can't picture a director doing better than what they did in those movies that they that they directed. And I think they're really interesting. They really know how to do action. They're a really good action director, as obviously you can see. And I think they get it. Um, and weaving in character stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a three as well. If whatever project they do, I'm in yeah, the next one. Uh, next. All right. So there's a lot of characters here. We're going to put some of them into groups and some of them individually just to sort of uh, breeze through this. Uh, the original Avengers. So this is the original six. Uh, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Black Widow, and Hawkeye. All you know is it's a movie and they're in it and they're, you know, they're the leads and stuff. It's a movie about them. What's your interest? Uh, we'll start with Ken. Uh, <laughs> broken record three. Three. Okay. Yeah, the original recipe guys. Yeah, uh, I'm also going to say three. Yeah, I'm in. So I think at this point I'm a two. I'm a, I'm a solid two. It's just I'm not sure what further story they. I mean, for this, I should actually. Yeah, I should take that back because we're talking about this movie. I'm a three. Yeah, I mean for for this bigger movie. All right, Captain Marvel. Uh, I'll start off. I'm a one on her. That's the only thing I know about it. Um, I need I, I need to see a little bit more before I'm like a little more heavily invested in her. See what she can do and what story they build out for her. Number one, uh, Chris. You know it's funny. I, I I'm not particularly high on Captain Marvel, and I I, I got to be honest, I was disappointed by it because mm-hmm. um, it just felt like a kind of a run of the mill movie that like let's just try to squeeze this in here before Endgame. Um, yeah, I agree. And not really give it the 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 juice that you typically see with some of these other movies that set up these characters. So, you know, I, I think it, it, if it was like, you know, this movie, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I'm right there with you. Like 1.5 to two at the most. No, there's no decimals. Oh, there's no there's, decimals. There's no... Okay. All right. No. Then I'll, then I'll agree with no, you. Integers only. Now I will say this though. If, it, if, if, if we're talking about like a captain Marvel sequel, just a straight up sequel, I'm like in a negative one about it. So, um, yeah. All you know about the movie, it's Captain. As it, it, Captain Why do you hate women? Yeah, I guess. I guess. So all I know about the movie is that Captain Marvel's in it, right? Yep. All right, then I'll I'll, I'll say a one. Yeah. Okay. And that's being generous. That's generous. Yeah. I'm a huge Brie Larson fan uh, as an actress. I think she's great. Um, I. <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll change it up just to not be a complete homer. I'll go to. <laughs> okay. Just because I, I, did, I wasn't disappointed in Captain Marvel. I thought it was perfectly middle of the road for, for the MCU. Yeah. And really, there's 21 movies right now, 22 after Endgame. And, and it's right in like the 12 to 14, 15 range. And really, only like three or four movies are are really just like mediocre right. in my mind. Right. So let's right. do the next few like rapid fire. Um, okay. War machine. Uh, Chris. Zero. Ken. Yeah. Zero. Uh, yeah. I'm a, my, I'm a minus one. Yeah. I just think he's Rand's course. Ant-Man. Uh, I will go first. I love Ant-Man. I am honestly, I'm a three on Ant-Man. I think it's a great character. Ken. I'm a three as well. Three. Chris. Uh, I'm going to say three quality movies. Wow. Okay. Chris, Nebula. (laughs) All you know about the movie is is Nebula's in it. That's what Uh, we're There are some compelling things there. I'm going to go, I'm going to say two. I was going to say two as well. uh, (laughs) She's actually a pretty fun character. I haven't rewatched 
Uh, I'm a zero. Yeah. I'm neutral. There are things I like, and there are things I don't like. I, I she wouldn't move me one way or another. Uh, Ken, Rocket, Rocket the Raccoon, three. Chris, I'm gonna need that guy's leg. <laughs> Chris, go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go three, 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 three. Yeah, uh, I'm a three two. He's great. All right, last rapid fire. Koye from Black Panther. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go solid two. Ken. Yeah, two. That's the only thing I only thing I know is she's in it. I'm gonna yeah, two. Yeah, she's good. I mean, I, I don't know how interesting her arc is, but man, like I just love the way she's portrayed in these movies, yeah. Yeah, she's badass. Okay. Uh a few more to go. All right. Uh Thanos. All you know is Thanos is a villain and uh, he's in the movie, that's all you know about it. Uh I am I'm a three. I, I, I'm a three. I think Thanos is a fantastic villain. And I'm in. Yeah. Whoever he's up there, I'm in. Definitely three. Three, three, three. Give me a three. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Chris, we'll start with oh, you on no. this one. Um, <laughs> uh, superheroes being sad. That's all That's all you know. <laughs> <laughs> superheroes going to be sad. And a, and a good, and a good oh, um, man. Chris, what <laughs> What's your interest in that? Oh, because it's like that's like that's like DC universe level. Um, I gotta t- I gotta be honest with you, like zero, zero, zero. Guys, so all right, yeah. all right, Ken. Uh, I'm gonna go with a, a one. What? Hey, yes, because you know what, it, Batman was sad at times. So you know what, it can ha- it can it be worked. it can it can be good. Or was he like uh, you know depressed? Or I, mean, I guess it's the same thing. But um, yeah, I'm the minus two. I, I don't want my superheroes sad. I want them angry. Angry is okay, but sad, no. I, I don't want to see them moping around. And the trailer is kind of uh, centering on that. It's kind of a bummer for me. I, I was I was not a fan of that. So. You know, they're putting those out just to show us nothing, but still put out a trailer. <laughs> it doesn't matter. This so, is what the least part interesting is. parts of the movie. <laughs> okay, uh, next. Three, three to go. All right. Uh, time travel. Uh, all you know about the movie is it features time travel. You don't know anything else about the movie. So do we – wait. Time, wait. Do we know that it's a superhero movie with time travel or just we know that it's a time nope. travel movie? Nope. It's just, just time travel in general. Time travel is oh, involved in the movie. Just <laughs> I'm going to say negative two. Like – Ooh, wow! Okay. We've, we've seen some bad tra- time travel movies, and yeah, um, but there's some great time travel movies too. But I think you're, I think you're batting like fifty fifty on that though. Like it's a big role. So I don't care. I, I'm in for any type of time travel movie. I don't care what it is. I'm a three. I, I, I yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a three. <laughs> I love time travel. It's in. Do me, me a favor. You, know. you should watch. You should watch the Time Traveler's Wife, and then you'll change your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I still stand by my three. <laughs> it's a rounding up from like two point eight five. I watched. I watched Timeline with Paul Walker as the lead. Okay, oh, I'm still. I'm still a three. I'm still a three. So, uh, all right. Next, um, dystopian futures where half the world is dead. That's all you know about. The, that's all you know about the movie is. Uh, at the population's dead. It's dystopian future. Uh, I'll go first. The premise just by itself kind of bums me out, but there could be potential there. I'm kind of a zero. I, I would need to find out more. You know, on that. I'm I'm a three. I love dystopian movies. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, heck, Mad Max. Like more than fifty percent of the world's gone. <laughs> right. right. 
I'm I'm gonna say zero. These dystopian future movies can go really polarizingly left or right, and uh, okay, yeah. So, so okay. The day, so so um, last but not least, all you know about the movie is uh, someone travels up someone else's butt. <laughs> <laughs> what's your three negative three what's your three? What's, what's, five <laughs> 25 <laughs> uh, now I'm just picturing that episode of South Park right <laughs> Ken we'll start with you <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Come back to me, All right, Chris. What do you got? I, I got to be honest with you. I would be so confused. Um, like, try describing that to your your wife or a date. Like, we're gonna go see a movie tonight. What's it about? This guy who shrinks the guy's butt and explodes and expands and he explodes. Wait, what? Um, I gotta be honest with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say a, a reasonable, a reasonable one. Like, a reasonable one that would okay. pique my interest. It would pique my interest. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, if that's all, if that's all I know about the movie, it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely got some type of humor. Humor I probably don't usually like, but it's probably you know South Parkian kind of thing. Yeah, or at the very yeah. Speaking, I'll of, which, go one. speaking I, of which, did you see what Josh Brolin put out on Twitter today? Or yesterday, he put like I guess it was like a CGI like when they were like creating Thanos. You see like a, his naked backside, and he just put a picture of Thanos' butt on on his Twitter account. And I'm like, <laughs> like now you're just now you're just trolling the oh, right. the, the, the conspiracy theory at that point. All right, Ken. Uh, I'm gonna go. Pro- I'll 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 play it. Uh, I'll go with a one. Just um. Yeah, I know it's a three for you. So <laughs> I know that. I mean, it, it's, it's probably is it like I'm thinking South Park, but at the same time, like it all, it could also be something like Human Centipede, that kind of vein. So, <laughs> uh, true. you know, good take. All yeah. right, so are are the max the max total score yeah, is totally forty two. So that's like the perfect score of like you get threes in all of the categories, and you're just you're there Wednesday night camping out. So we're all have very healthy positive scores. Chris, you're in third place. There's really no rankings here, but mm. just in terms of right, gauging your interest, you're at 20, 20 out of 42. Mm-hmm. That's very good. Okay. That's um, so I'm, yeah, I'm in second with 21. So I'm very slightly more interested than Chris uh, in this in this movie. And in uh, first place, first and first by a very healthy margin is Ken with a 32 out of 42. Yes! <laughs> Blew you guys away. Loser. Super, super interested. Uh, it's a <laughs> I can I can just picture I can just picture Ken in the movie theater being like, hey, listen, you guys might be here for the superheroes. I'm here for the butt stuff. <laughs> That's what got me here. Oh. So there you go. Uh, well, so there you go, Chris. There's your inaugural C don't see game. Um, Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Moving right along. I have, uh, a couple of like 
predictions I want to hear from you guys about what's going to happen in the Avengers movie. And some of these Ooh. are based off of actual betting lines. Uh, they can find it online sports books. So uh, just a few here. So first, over under on the original Avenger deaths is one and a half. Do you go over or under? And again, I'm calling the original Avengers the, the core six. Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. Over or under? Can I ask a question? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Does sacrifice count as a death or is it like being killed off by somebody? Yeah, like if they die. Yeah. They just <clears throat> die. Simply just life okay. ends for them. Okay. Yes. I'm going to go over. Over one and a half. Okay. Yeah. Chris, what do you think? I got Jeez. Oh, it's tough. I'm going to say, I'm going to go under. I think the, I think we're going to get one death, but it's going to be like catastrophically m- monumental. Right. And I've got, I've right. got my, my crosshair set on one character in particular, but I won't say which one, but I yeah. have that feeling that that's going to be the one and it's going to suck. <laughs> I'll put it this way. You could have said at two and a half, I would have gone over. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, there. I think I, I, I'm feeling two, two out of the six. Um, I think it's going to be one major and one relatively minor, uh, you know, relatively speaking. Um, that, that's, that's my prediction. Uh, second prediction. Is there another big bad besides Thanos in the movie? As some are speculating. I have heard that out there. In almost official terms, like not not just like pure speculation, but there was like a synopsis that said something about like a, a bigger threat than Thanos. Yeah, I'm like, what? so it's a three hour movie. I mean, can they spend all three hours battling just Thanos? Maybe. Um, Maybe. I mean, I, I mean, if they're battling, they could be battle as henchmen or, or lesser lesser people, you know, for sure. Um, it would have to be someone equal to. Or bigger than you know, it's like to qualify. I, I'm gonna say no. I just I don't I don't know. I don't know how they pull that off. Unless I, I tend to say no, but at the same time, there's still a couple actors on the cast list that, um, as of the last time I checked, didn't have like names associated or character names associated to their to them. So I'm wondering. I, that would be the only thing that would give me any pause. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I, I think it's going to be focused primarily on uh, Thanos, and and maybe like towards the end, something might be revealed to sh- kind of set up the next phase, so to speak. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think you're going to get anything during the actual movie. Okay. Next, this now the next is an actual betting line on uh, on a sports book that I saw. Deadpool shows up in the movie. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, the odds are, let me pull up the odds real quick. Um, uh, yes, he shows up plus 750. So you win seven to one roughly on your money. Wow. Uh, no is minus uh, 2250, which is pretty significant. Yeah, I would, I would, would say you, no. I mean, would you, is betting the yes good value at least? No. <laughs> Considering that, uh, you know, they, Fox and, and Disney merged. As, like well after the filming was completed for this movie, right? Right. That doesn't seem like a good bet to me. Okay, Chris. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm gonna say no. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything for for Ken here, but I'm also looking, I'm, I am I am also looking at the uh, cast list, and 
Ken will be very happy with some of the people that look like they're appearing in this oh. movie. I'll just leave oh, oh no, I already, I've already seen some of the people that are coming back no, for the movie. No, I'm, I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm, talk, I'm talking about I'm not I'm talking about cameos here that look like they're happening. So no. oh yeah, no, I know about them. Okay, all right, then, then, all right. Uh, last question, uh, prediction for me: If Thanos dies, who kills him? Who, who lands the killing blow? Like the act, gonna, like the like the straw that breaks the camel's back, or like yeah, yeah, the character. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to guess they're all going to contribute yeah. in some fashion. I know? mean, like, probably character that lands the final blow. See, but like, how- assuming he dies, maybe maybe it's like Game of Thrones and Thanos wins, and you know he just reigns supreme over half the universe. Okay. I mean, See, the big mystery for me is the fact that in Infinity War, you you basically saw like eight. Avengers or eight superheroes using everything they had against him, and right. when he had the when he had the gaunt, the Infinity True. Gauntlet on his hand, it just caused a scratch on his face. And he's like, "All that for a scratch, a right. little bit of blood." Right. So right. I'm just, it's wondering. It's not like it's a, for me. It's like not only like who kills him, but how? Like how how do you kill this guy? Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a team yeah. effort. I think it's like one of those like <laughs> you know like cross the streams moments where you it's like. You know, right. all three are, are cross doing the streams. Cross the streams. Um, Greg, do you get that reference? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Chris and I are like simpatico with that one. Yes, uh, exactly. with so, what? What? Um, I think it's going to be one of those type of moments where you, they, you you get like all three doing the same thing, and that's what you know does it. So it's like the arcade games where you like you know like the X Men arcade game where you all jump up on the big bad boss, you know, the big boss. You know, just mashing buttons, you know, at the same time to... Uh, Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. It's a mashing button. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. And it's really just distracting him so Ant-Man can get right up in there. <laughs> that's right. Thor, Thor cross-dresses with a woman, you know. And, and that's the him, point where... Introduces him. <laughs> and that's where, that's where Ken gives it a standing go. Like, he's like, yes! <laughs> Brilliant! Brilliant! <laughs> So my prediction, so my prediction is it will be the Hulk who uh, who lands a killing blow. I think it'll bring him full circle. Um, obviously, he was beat up by Thanos in the first movie, Infinity War. Um, he has sort of a little arc to go. He's sort of known as a finisher. He finished off Loki in the Avengers. Um, so that's just my, right, that's my prediction. Right. I would say if I had to predict like the one guy that like lands the blow, it would be Iron Man, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so Iron Man. My mine is my guess is kind of tied to who I think is going to die, so I'm going to keep. <laughs> keep <that laughs> okay. okay. Uh, lastly, Ken, you wanted to get into a couple of uh, just other theories from of the movie, The Avengers. You oh. wanted to get into? Uh, I, not really. I just had a couple of like things I'd noticed. Um, we talked about last week, like some of the characters that were coming back. Um, like my prediction is that like. I don't know if we want to get into this or not, but my prediction is basically like the original Avengers are going to sacrifice themselves to bring everybody else back. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of like cycle them out for a while. And then eventually somewhere down the road, reboot everybody mm-hmm. with new actors. So that's kind of how I'm expecting things to go. That's my like big overarching quote unquote kind of okay. okay. theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That would certainly make sense. It, it would avoid them having to deal with where these guys are as they launch into yeah. phase four and five and six. And, and um, br- breaking down the trailers, it definitely looks like there's a couple of different missions that they're going on because they have the, the white suits that they're walking around in. Um, some of them are present and some of them aren't. Uh, there's a spaceship shot from the trailers where some of the other people are there, uh, but some of them aren't as well. Um, like you don't see Captain Marvel, Thor, or the Hulk in the white suits. You don't see Stark, uh, Banner, Nebula, or Hawkeye on the spaceship. Okay. Yeah. yeah. From what we've seen. So it, it seems like, and also, uh, Captain America said, you know, your teams, you know, your missions. So it looks like it's a multi-step process to yeah, I, undoing I'll be honest, what's if, been done. There, there were shots in the Infinity War trailers I just didn't make into the movie. So I just, I'm not, That's true. There's always yeah, that. I'm just not taking a lot of talk into yeah. their marketing. Um, so I mean, we'll see. But, um, okay. Anything else before we get into? Uh, no, no. Pretty much it. Okay. So, Chris, uh, do you want anything yeah, no, I, I just think it's like, just like Doctor Strange said, there's like a million different places this movie could go. And the marketing has just been brilliant because we can all make assumptions and we can all say, you know, images here and there. But if you remember correctly, if you if you go back and look at the trailer for Infinity War, I mean, they altered a, the CGI of some of these shots just for the trailers alone. Oh, big yeah. time, yeah. So they did that with like, uh, Thor Ragnarok to not spoil that Thor lost an eye. Right, right, right. So it's one of those like I can't, I can't trust anything about this movie. No, you can't trust just, your eyes. Can't trust my eyes. Can't trust your own eyes. Okay, uh, Ken, you want to put your uh, earmuffs on uh, for the next yes. segment? So uh, next segment, they just uh, released the embargo for the Avengers uh, reviews. Uh, just, I, I'm not going to read. Well, I'm going to read. So we'll just say. The Rotten Tomato score is off the charts right now. It's above 90%. Um, yep. It looks like, just from the snippets, there's a few things. So one is, obviously, all of them are saying, this is a re- truly unique movie. We haven't, we haven't seen anything like it, which is cool. Like, it's awesome. It's not only different from the Infinity War, but it's different than all. It's It looks like it's different from the MCU formula that they've seen. Second common theme is there appears to be a lot of fan service. In the movies, for better or for worse, uh, I'm not sh- totally sure mm-hmm. what to make about make of, make of that, at least by itself. But um, I mean, again, if you're all about the fan service moments, which I am to an extent, particularly with um, with Marvel, then it looks like they have a lot of that in spades. Uh, the third thing is, it really, I'm there's reviews that are referencing some mysteries that have been solved, and a few reviews that are referencing that you really want to rewatch the MCU movies um, before this, at least as much as possible. My hint off this is I think time travel is going to be pretty heavily involved. I think, I mean, that was almost like a no brainer <clears throat> to some extent, but if I had to guess, I think time travels will be involved for like, they're going to go back through certain movies, uh, certain moments in time. So yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which that would be fun. I mean, then, uh, and, and could really work out well if it's executed well. But the reviews are, are amazing. Um, it is, again, at 97% as, as of this reading. Um, Which feels low. That feels yeah, right, right. 
It's like, wait, only 98, 97%? Yeah, right, right. right. The, uh, I'll read one negative review that I've seen so far, uh, which is from Barry Hertz from the Globe and Mail. The entire endeavor loses any sense of emotional stakes or general meaning beyond the deliverance of crass fan service and incomprehensible visuals. Oh, screw you. <laughs> you know, we, we, we want fan service and we want incomprehensible visuals. So, yeah. You got to have some stones to uh, give us any <laughs> emotional stakes. So. Uh, it's clickbait. Uh, but most of these reviews are saying it's a great it's a great payoff. There's a lot of crying involved, um, yeah, m- crying multiple times. So I think we're I think we're in for quite a unique experience. So yeah, I read I read some of the comments uh, from people that were at the um, the premiere and saying how they they cried 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 some more. You know, yeah. it, was like, um, it was just crazy emotional because you know I, Marvel the genius that Marvel has done in creating this universe up to this point the genius is also the fact that they have revealed nothing about what happens afterwards right so we have no idea what movies are coming out next we have no idea what the plan is we know that spider-man is happening but that's all we know so you know it's you know we we really are going into this movie blind and yeah i think for for people that have this emotional connection to this these characters it's going to be it's going to be a rough movie Hello. Oh my gosh. It's incredible. Oh, man. oh man, I put way too much trust in you guys. Oh my gosh. Purple goo and oh, turtles are in it. Like it's crazy. Like everybody in it. Is the movie in 4D where they 4D. have like throwing purple goo at you in the seats? Hellboy's in it. Like Dude, don't, don't forget the smell of Rama or whatever. It's in smell vision. All right. <laughs> All right. We welcome back Ken uh, from his from his respite. You got your earmuffs yeah. off. I, I decided good? I'm probably going to have to go into radio <laughs> silence from here until Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Pretty much. Okay, let's make some predictions. It's All time right. to go on the record. I will go first. The three day, including Thursday night shows. <sighs> I can't quite get to 300, but man, I think it's going to come close. I'm going to say, I'm going to go 295. Oh, I was thinking 298. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I really want to go over 302. I was thinking either 298 or 303. Okay. All right. So I'll go 303. So I'll go 301. 301. 301. Yep. All right. Here's. So here's what I'm going to say. Avengers Endgame, or Avengers Infinity War, grossed three-day total was 257. Yep. Star Wars The Force Awakens was 247. Both could be considered close to, but maybe not quite the events that this movie is. Um, I mean, Star Wars is Star Wars, but like, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to go conservative for this. As much of this is an event as we all think it's going to be, Let me remind you before you make your guess. If you want credit for the win, you have to come within 10 million of the final total. Okay, so you went 298. So you you can't just take the under. You can't just go. So you went 298. uh, I went 295. 295. Bet a dollar. Ken went 303. (laughs) Let's say a dollar. No, I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to say 277. Yeah. Still still the highest grossing 3 to 8 Wiccan of all time. But right, uh, right. about twenty million more than what so, uh, Endgame. Either way, Disney is drunk on just drunk 
Disney, oh, yeah. Disney just, just, yeah. just drinking. I mean, with, with reviews as good as they are, uh, uh, that's not a spoiler, Ken. Um, I just, I think whoever was sort of on the fence about battling the crowds is going to try and find that one ticket or that couple tickets that are still available for that Sunday so they don't get spoilers or whatever. Um, that's sort of my so thinking. For, for whatever um, it's worth, Infinity War was released in 4,478 theaters. Uh-huh. And this one's releasing in over 4,600. Wow. All, all, all box office mojo says is 4,600 plus. Wow. They don't have an actual number for it. <laughs> I think, yeah, no, right. And I think it's also, you know, it's have to remember, the Rotten Tomato of Infinity War was 82, I think, 82%. or something like that, yeah. It was really good, but there was certainly a swell of negative reviews, you know, obviously one out of seven or so. Uh, so, I mean, it wasn't getting, oh, I mean, it's not close to the reviews that this is getting so far. Um, so whoa, think, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Oh. Earmuffs. <laughs> so, um, I really, I really hope that, like, <clears throat> after this, Ken discovers that the rating's like sixty-five and like, <laughs> walks in like, massively disappointed with this movie. Spider-Man three all over again. <laughs> oh. Why does it keep happening to me? So, all right, so Chris, what was your prediction? Two seventy-seven. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna be conservative. Two seventy-seven. Yeah. All right, I went 295, Ken went 303. All right. 301. There you go, folks. Uh, let's see. That about wraps it up. Uh, how? What do we have to plug? Chris, what do you want to plug? Well, I mean, we already kind of did it at the beginning of the episode, but, uh, you know, new podcasts coming out, new episodes of everything. Uh, got a couple brand new podcasts that have never been heard before on the way uh, as well. We're just kind of hammering out the details of that. So, yeah, keep, keep, keep listening. Ken, you have a new column coming out? Uh, yeah, I did the top uh, 15 movies that I was most hyped for uh, in my entire life. Um, you should you should plug ranging. it as if uh, we posted it yesterday. So because you know, that's whenever this, Just when this airs. Yeah, so <laughs> make sure you read that, folks. <laughs> it's over there. So. And we uh, there's and we just recorded an episode of the Ripple Effect. Yep. Okay, is that up yet? It is. Yeah, we just posted it today. So all right, very good. All right. Well, I think we're all ready. We're all ready for Endgame. Uh, we will be back next week. I think usually we don't look backwards on box office preview, but I think for this movie, I think we're, we're going to have to at least, you know, give oh, high-level yeah. thoughts on it. And also we'll be discussing whatever box office results uh, came down. There are a couple of uh, new releases. God Save Their Souls for coming out a week after Endgame. Uh, let's see. Long, we have Long Shot, starring uh, Charlie Theron and Seth Rogen, is out. There's also the animated film Ugly Dolls, um, <clears throat> as well as The Intruder, starring uh, Dennis Quaid. One of the Quaids, I believe. Probably Dennis, because I think the other one's like <laughs> a fugitive from the law. <laughs> so uh, we, will be, we will be back next week uh, to preview those and do see, don't see, and uh, and all of our usual and all of our usual things. Chris. Thanks for joining us. Don't be a stranger. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Ken, thank you very much. Everyone enjoy Everyone enjoy Avengers Endgame. We'll be back to talk about it next week. See ya.